Welcome to The Vine Time with Melanie Bolduc. Today's guest is Sabin Lobach from Cousins Maine Lobster. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. So how are you doing today? I'm awesome. Good. And you're in California? Right. Yeah. I'm in California today. Go to Maine tomorrow. Feeling good. Bye, Coastal. I love it. And so, Sabin, you are from, you're from our beautiful state of Maine. And tell me your story because it's a really an amazing one. Oh, awesome. Thank okay. you. Yeah, I'm happy to. Um, let's see. I'm uh, I'm Sabin Lomack. My, uh, I was raised in Scarborough in a little mm-hmm. tiny area of Scarborough called Pine Point with uh, my mother and myself. Yeah, I was raised by a single mother, uh, no brothers, no sisters. So a small, close, you know, family. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, raised in Maine at, at the time growing up in Maine, you know, truthfully, I couldn't wait to, to leave. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to get the hell out of Maine as soon as I possibly could. Um, right. I felt like it was too small. It, you know, I didn't really see the value or the charm in it, actually. Um, right. I had a great childhood. I, I had a great upbringing, tons of My friends. Point is beautiful. Um, it's a beautiful place to live. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, but I just, I just, I was just ready. I was ready to go. So um, I went to New York City. I uh, went to school in New York, had a blast, went to Los Angeles, um, started selling real estate, acting, living a great life. And my baby cousin from Cape Elizabeth came out one time to visit his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took him out. We got hammered. I mean, way too many drinks. And while we were drinking, we kind of said, wow, it'd be nice to work with each other. It'd be really fun to work with each other. What could we do? Right. And um, one thing that we came up with was lobster. It reminded us of our childhood. It reminded us of those simple days. And uh, so he said, yeah, let's do it. And what would be easy? It'd be easy to do it on a, uh, on a food truck. Sure. Why not? Let's do it. And we worked on it for about a year and um, opened Cousins Maine Lobster. We had really no desire of making it big or doing anything crazy. We just wanted to break even, but we wanted to represent our state well. So we bought the most premium lobster. We bought uh the, the natural country kitchen rolls and we wanted to make it really authentic. Right. Um, and the food there, was it in LA? It was in LA. Yeah, our first, oh, okay. first one was right. in Los Angeles. Yep. Where was it in LA? And it exploded uh, all over. I mean, we okay. moved every day, lunch, dinner, but uh, it was it was nonstop. I mean, we right. had long, long lines from I'm the beginning. Sure. Um, it, it took over media, it was crazy. And one of the first uh, nights, uh, someone from Shark Tank came invited us to go on the show or audition for the show, I should say. Uh, we auditioned and we were on the show two months later. So two months into business, we were partnered with Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank and uh, and it just exploded. So we went from one trucks to two to three to four. We currently have about 60 in about 27 cities, eight brick and mortar restaurants and counting. We have about 30 in queue this year. Right. Uh, we've been voted um, number five most successful Shark Tank businesses, over $600 million in, in gross company-wide sales in 12 years. And um, yeah, it's been a wild ride of learning and growing. And it's just been, it's been insane. Representing Maine all over the U.S. I love it. And so uh, the yeah. Bricks and Mortars was in West Hollywood. So I've seen that one. I used to live in LA. I was there yeah. like a year ago. Yeah. Uh, so where are the other ones? They're just the uh, Bricks We have one in, yeah, we have them in Jersey Shore, uh, Florida, Atlanta, Raleigh, North Carolina, Columbus, Ohio. 
um, and uh, a few more coming. Okay. And so in addition to all this wonderful business success, you're also um, doing some work with the Food Network. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, throughout the process of, um, I guess we, we kept on popping up on TV because of Cousins of Maine Lobster. And I, I went to school as an actor and it, I, I love acting. I love entertaining and I love kind of mm -hmm. being on stage. And so yeah. Food Network called and invited me to host a show and then host another show and host another show. And soon it, it, it turned out to be me um, um, not just guest starring, but actually having my own shows. So we did a couple seasons of three or four different shows and sure. I've become somewhat of a, of a face, I guess, for Food Network, which has there been awesome and really yeah, humbling sure. experience. And which uh, it was a it was a show about food trucks that you started. Was that correct? Yeah, we did a food truck show. We did um, uh, we've done food competition shows, backyard barbecue cooking shows, seaside yeah. seaside snacks and shacks, which was like about touring throughout the country and seeing little seaside towns and restaurants. So yeah. we've done a, a few Food Network cooking channel. Mm -hmm. um, really fun. Okay, good, good. And you're based now in L.A. Where in L.A. are you? Most mostly in Maine, actually. Um, oh, I, you know, I, I come to L.A. for work, but yeah, based in Scarborough now. Um, today I'm in uh, in Los Angeles um, yeah. with our corporate team here. We have split teams in Los Angeles and Maine. Sure. And but, you know, I'm able to call Maine my home now and just okay. very, very, um, very proud of the state that that I was raised in. So to come full circle, what I mentioned earlier, I couldn't wait to get out of Maine and I really didn't didn't see how special it was. And oftentimes I think that's just a byproduct of being young and immature because in my older age, especially now that I'm a parent, I, I, I think it's the most beautiful, unbelievable place in the world. And I've traveled all over the world and I really believe Maine is kids too, the so. most special, unbelievable place. So, um, you know, I, I, what I didn't recognize was just the, um, the value for children and parents, but also just, how hardworking and humble Mainers really are. Um, I think we're a very special group of people that are incredibly trusting, down to earth, kind, very blue collar, very willing to get in the trenches and and have each other's back. Very neighborly um, and very proud. Uh, we're for we're very proud people. Um, so when we started our business, we 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 were proud of what we did, and we wanted people to be proud of us. Mm -hmm. We didn't want to just make a quick buck. So um, that starts with like having really good customer service and serving the best lobster. They're just like any other protein. There are different grades, mm -hmm. and we always have, have bought the most premium, um, expensive lobster because we we want people to know what Maine really is. Okay, so you're sourcing it from someone here, and you're sourcing it from the same people all the time. Or you, do you own, yes. like, you know, with Luke's, they own. No, we do not. We do not own any wharfs or boats. Right. No, we source it from the same people all the time. Oh, okay, good. And are they based in Portland or are they south, north? Um, Yeah, Portland, southern Maine area. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, it's it, obviously we're buying lobster from all up down the coast, I should say. But, you know, all throughout right. Maine. Sure, sure. Yeah. You know, it's funny that I, I say that about Maine, too. You know, there's no place like home, right? And And home is home. Um, but you know, when you go all around the world and then you come back, you know, this is a great place to come back to when, when we were younger and I think you're younger than I am, but I remember when I was a kid, it was not, not so that it was a bad place to grow up, but it was just, it wasn't as nice as it is now, I guess it's, but you yeah. know, now it's, everybody wants to live here and now it's like got all kinds of fancy stuff and it's a little bit fancier than it ever was Portland for sure. Um, but when you go particularly to LA, don't get me wrong. I love LA. I kind of miss it actually quite a bit. Um, I miss the weather and I miss a lot. I miss Venice. I miss 
Malibu. Yeah. You know what I mean, there's things I yeah. miss about it, the pier, you know. Um, but when it, when you get out there, it's just a different kettle of fish altogether. And the way people act and, and this, that, and the other is just different from me because we are very like, we are what we are. That's it's on our sleeve and that's who we are. And people out there aren't always like that, if that makes sense. So I can understand 100%. to come back home. When I, first, when I first moved to LA, I lived here for two weeks and then I moved home. Oh, uh, I was living in Queens, New York at the time, but I said, I'm ready to move to Los Angeles. I'm going to have this big, big move. And I had a going away party and everyone was yeah. excited. I moved to LA. I shit my car. I lived here two weeks and I moved home. I was like, these people are crazy. I can't live <laughs> like this. But then the longer uh, you're there, the more you like it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I ended up moving back and I found great friends and there are some fantastic people here in Los Angeles. I think Los Angeles gets a bad rap sometimes, but it is a, it is a really cool area. Um, but there's no place like home and there's no place like Maine. And I think it takes sometimes, it just takes you getting out of your uh, comfort zone and, and into another environment when you realize just how special it is. So our goal, you know, is we, one of the goals was to recreate our childhood. The other goal was to just remind people of Maine via their palate, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe it's you living in Venice or maybe it's a, someone living in Texas or a, a New England transplant in Raleigh or Charlotte, which we find all the time. Right. Um, but just one bite uh, reminds them of maybe their childhood, their camp, uh, their, maybe where they went to college, or maybe where their grandfather used to take yeah. them. All of these fun stories that we we hear. And again, growing up, you kind of, and yes, from our generation, I, I think it's changed a lot. But um, we hear these stories and you find out there's a lot more people that have experienced the beauty of Maine than you probably thought initially. Mm-hmm. That's true. And so what's next for you guys? I mean, you guys, you know, do you have any, you're going to open up more stores or some more bricks and mortar? Right? Yeah, more restaurants, more food trucks. We have about 25 to 30 in queue this year. Um, we have an e-commerce business that we are really proud of that, um, you know, you can order all of our food online and have it in, in your look, in your home the next day and cook nice. at home. Wonderful. Um, so, so more of more of that um, and really just continuing to do what we do. I think we want to be the name and the face of Maine Lobster when it comes mm-hmm. to Maine Lobster. Hopefully you're thinking of cousins, you're thinking of the cousins and my, my cousin Jimmy and I are, are really proud and hopefully uh, in that mission. Right. Uh, of accomplishing it. So more of what we're doing, you know, we, we work with fantastic people uh, throughout the country. We have over 500 franchisee uh, uh, employees via, via our franchisees or our corporate employees. And they're awesome people. So uh, we we're living a really good dream. It's very good, fun. Good, good. And where does Jimmy live? Does he live in Scarborough too? Jimmy lives in Boston and in the summertime, he lives on an Island off the coast of Maine. Oh, good for him. You know, I was thinking someone the other day that we were talking about the islands in the Bay. And I said, you know, I think that if I didn't work, that's what I would want to do is either live on peaks or great diamonds somewhere, maybe on the backside. He lives on great, he lives on great diamonds. Oh, does he? he Uh, Yeah. Great diamond Island is one of my favorite, most magical places. I have such beautiful memories of being there. I worked there when I was in the nineties. So uh, when Peter owned it and I I worked out there in the weddings down in that cove, there used to be a tiki bar, but they took it away. And uh, yeah, I just have some beautiful memories out there. So it's just such a special place. But got a really cool place, and he he he, he the does the work before then. <laughs> he comes and he commutes to the office every day via ferry, and right. um, it's really, really cool. 
cool. Yeah, he I, he uh, had a lot of memories as a child from being on the island too. So I think he's got you know kind of like you that that memory, and it's just very special. Best of both worlds, and then he gets to be in Boston too. And so, um, any anything going on in Boston or no? I suppose you're a little too close to home there, but yeah, we have we have yeah we have food trucks in Boston. Um, we have two of them that crank really fantastic owners right. that that operate the location, their family. Um, and we're looking to expand this year into Rhode Island, uh, yeah. both be a brick and be a brick and mortar and truck as well. Uh, we have sure. trucks in Connecticut, so um, you know, all up and down kind of the uh, the mm -hmm. Northeast and. Uh, yeah, really, really. I, I keep saying it, but we're just very proud of what we do. And right. we really are thankful. There's a lot of people that support us, people that um, whether they've been to Maine or whether they haven't, they really, really like the food. So we're thankful yeah. for that. Absolutely. I didn't realize you were actually delivering, which is really cool. And so talk to me, your family is with you. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. My family, I ha I'm married. I have a, a wife. I have two children. I have a six-year-old, my son Enzo, and I have a two-year-old named Isla, a little girl. Nice. Um, and for me, you know, I grew up without a father in the house. To be a father is the uh, coolest thing. Right. I've always dreamt of being a dad. It's it's yep. just the coolest. So I'm I'm immersing yeah, myself in it yeah. and enjoying that a lot. And, you know, my kids are a part of our business. You know, we we are a family business. Right. My net, my nieces, Jimmy has two daughters as well. You know, we started a business when we were single and living in one bedrooms and Jimmy right. would sleep on my air mattress to now having um, families that are very intertwined in our business is, is really cool. And, uh, nice. um, but being a dad's the best. Yeah, of course. And then plus this probably gives you a little bit more freedom to work from home because you're the boss, right? Or one of the bosses, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm one of the bosses and um, <laughs> I had certainly had freedom to work from home. You know, truthfully, I, I work from home for, you know, obviously through the pandemic and afterwards, and I, I don't like it anymore. So I love coming to offices and seeing my uh, staff and right. I think they're just cool. So, um, right. Every once in a while, I'm in a really bad mood. I'll stay home and hide. But other than that, I like to socialize and be around people. And what, um, how did the pandemic affect you guys? Um, you know, the pandemic, like, like everyone else was, um, you know, I certainly remember in the beginning being very alarmed and not knowing what, what was going to happen. Um, you know, we were fortunate enough to be able to continue to serve because we right. had food trucks mostly right. and most say, of our, probably to your our benefit, food trucks yeah. had, had a pre-order app. So you were able to order ahead like you can do at Starbucks and, mm -hmm. you know, socially distance and stay away. So, um, we were, our food trucks, uh, were, did, did, uh, quite well throughout that time. Um, you know, obviously I'm mindful of the sensitivity of saying that because so many people didn't and weren't fortunate enough. So uh, we were thankful enough to be able to continue to operate. I think the nice part was we were able to give people um, a little bit of a treat right. during Absolutely. a time that was such a bleak time, right. especially just being home and not having anything to celebrate. Our food is celebratory food. Absolutely. Um, I'm a hamburger and pizza kind of guy, but lobster is very celebratory. Yeah. Um, so people could get out, socially distance, and try lobster or have lobster. It was a nice treat. So we we were able to serve. Our restaurants took a bigger hit um, mm -hmm. because most of the time they couldn't do any dining for a long time. They did do deliveries and they mm -hmm. were they were busy because people were tired of eating from home. I know I was tired of my cooking, my wife's cooking. We were we were sick of it. So we wanted we wanted to order in. So so you were I would say on some level you guys probably thrived during the pandemic because of you know you were kind of like. I mean, especially for the food trucks. Anyway, I just feel like people were yeah. just sitting at home. They weren't spending money on gas. They weren't spending money on entertainment. 
and they were drinking like high end tequila, high end bourbon. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, at the time I sold liquor, it was crazy. We expected the pandemic to affect us. It was the opposite effect. And so, but at the same time too, you know, I would like, I remember the day we went out after the pandemic, we went to Old Port Seagrill and my neighbor yeah. was paying and he paid like $300 for food. We were like eating like kings because, you know, we've been trapped in the house for three months. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I could. Yeah, that's, what we, that's what we found. You know, we found that people, um, the check averages were higher. Right. I mean, obviously the government at, at, throughout this process was giving uh, money to, you know, PPP loans and people had money. Right. Um that they suddenly didn't have. And we, we noticed that in the spending and we noticed when that kind of slowly dwindled off and died right. at, towards the end of the pandemic and, right. and uh, the after, after time of the pandemic. Um, so uh, we did notice that, but I think just for more so for our food than others is it tasted like a little bit of vacation, happiness, okay. celebration, which, which already works well for us but certainly during that time it, it was it was an additive and i think we, we were honored to provide that you know in a sure. safe and uh a safe manner but you know again like so many businesses and small businesses were uh didn't experience that throughout that time so we're very mindful whenever we talk about the topic to be sensitive to that situation of course yeah and and is there any plan for you to go international or no just yeah, we were international. We we had three in Taiwan, but COVID decimated that. Uh, so it was we had three good units in Taiwan, but they were hit really, really hard from the shutdowns mm -hmm. and they didn't make it out, unfortunately. But um, yeah, absolutely. We are currently looking in the UK, right. uh, Canada and uh, Dubai. So right. uh, hopefully uh, by next year, we'll have something in. So, so I, know, I, I know we should have asked this in the very, very beginning, but just to explain your model to everyone because it's yeah. different so you basically get fresh yeah. lobster meat shipped every day is that correct we get lobster meat from maine excuse me, all shipped uh directly to locations um as well as the rolls um the bread the soups the lobster tails the whoopie pies all of the things okay. that we grew up eating we yeah. get sent um, to charlotte to columbus to um uh, texas to you know all of our locations we're a yeah. franchise model uh, we started with a corporate unit. We still have corporate units. Uh, mm -hmm. We have corporate units in LA, Salt Lake City, and Nashville and Portland, Maine. The right. rest are franchised. Um, we uh, we invest very heavily in the educational aspect of our business. So right. in order to invest in our business, one of the one of the hurdles is you come to Maine and actually get on lobster boats. Oh, uh, nice. We make people, yeah, we make people pull traps, which isn't that hard, but of course, and it, and it's fun. They like doing it, but yeah, we invest. Uh, an immense amount in our, in our education in Maine. So yeah, we are, a we are a family owned business um, that started with one food truck and, you know, now has over 60 total units uh, throughout the country and soon to be in throughout the world. Sure. Exciting. Well, good luck to you all. I'm going to ask you this question. I ask all of my guests, what do you love? I love my family. Of course you do. My family is my, is my most prized possession. Of um, I love being around them. I love making them happy. And um, I love, I love the position that I'm in that I even, I'm fortunate enough to say I have a family. So very, very in love with my family. Oh, there you go. That's wonderful. And so where do people find you if they don't already know? Um, CousinsMainLobster.com, our mm -hmm. social media, Instagram, CousinsMainLobster. You can find me on Instagram, Sabin Lomac, S-A-B-I-N-L-O-M-A-C. And 
follow along. Yeah. Instagram. Uh, we have an app that you can download. You can uh, pre-order at all of our locations. If you don't want to wait in any of the long lines, just download the app and pre-order. And, uh, and do you have a corporate, do you have an, uh, a base here in Portland? Is there one here in Maine? It's in South Portland. Yeah. Our, 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 our offices are in South Portland. We have a location at Fort Williams that is seasonal in the summertime. Oh, so okay. right by the big beautiful headlight, you'll yeah, find yeah, us yeah. throughout this oh, okay. summer. In our, yeah. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Now I've been there. And uh, yep. what is your song today? My song is Never Change by Jay-Z. Never Change. And, you know, as much as we all do change and we all grow, um, I think that there's something innate in all of us about not changing and staying the people that we are and right. true to our values and true to who we really are. Um, that is really, really important. So while it is important to to evolve, I like to say that I haven't changed and I'm still the same person that I was uh, you know, when I was a kid. Your boots on the ground, right? Nice to meet you. That's Thank right. you very much for your time. Right. Likewise. Thank you. Man. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Have a great day. Here's your song. Never change, this is Jay, every day. Never change, this is Jay, every day. Never change, this is Jay. I am a rock representer. Oh, some of the winner. Oh, dead or alive. Uh.